Welcome to issue 29 of Critical Encounters, a podcast about Marvel Champions, a living card game by Fantasy Flight Games. Here we take a good look at that most critical piece of the game, the encounter set. We'll discuss those poorly understood characters, unfairly labeled villains, and their various plans to shape humanity and benefit the planet, as well as the so-called heroes intent on thwarting them. I'm one of your hosts, Daniel, and joining me tonight is Steve. How are you? I'm, uh, I'm a little lonely tonight, Daniel. You know, you and me both, because our super, super villain comrade has temporarily moved his secret lair, and, and even you and I are struggling to track him down. Yeah, he refused to tell uh, us uh, his evil plans. No, and, and so uh, Mustafa will not be joining us tonight. We'll be getting him catch as catch Ken in the next coming months. He has, in all honesty... Um, returned to his ancestral homeland through January. That's quite a time difference between between us now, but we are... Yeah, the time zone will thwart us a little bit. The, so. the time zone will be heroically thwarting us. Yep. But we're going to do what we can, and Mustafa will be joining as often as possible to our weekly casts. But we're still here, Steve, and, you know, we just don't have the funny quotes he does. Two out of three yeah. ain't bad, so... Two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> But I, you know, I think we're going to have to, I don't know, get some kind of listener, something, something to get us some good quotes for each week. Oh, that's a good idea. I mean, Mustafa, like, he just knocked it out of the park every week with those. So we'll see. We'll see what we can do. Yeah, I agree. But anyway, tonight, Steve, is another one of our Shadow of the Past issues. I feel like we've talked about most of the Nemeses, but I guess there's one or two left. Yeah, we're we're catching up. We're almost there. So, um Mm. Tonight, we are going to talk about Dr. Strange's nemesis. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and we can talk a little bit about Dr. Strange, maybe, too. I have really little to say beyond I hate him and his design. There. I said it. And I'm not just necessarily speaking as a villain. <laughs> uh, I've watched him get played. And, I, you know, you know, I, I'll be honest, Steve. I think I hated him only because of what he did to arch-villain mode. Yes, that did, uh, that did put a damper on my appreciation of him. No, I... I mean, I never liked the heroes, anyways. But no, but I like. I just, I don't know. It seems, it seems too easy. I was playing with my buddy Andy too, and like he wanted to try the strange deck, and it's just like every turn he's doing a hundred unbelievable things, and it costs him nothing. And yeah, well, we can find out tonight if his nemesis will uh, will be a good foil for him or not. I think, I think if you're, you know, I want another house rule. Can I, can I say another house rule? Yeah, let's hear it. I believe that if you play Doctor Strange, you should start with your nemesis set in play. Oh, that's a good one. Just turn one, Baron Mordo. Turn one, the side scheme's out, his cards are in the deck, and he's in front of you. Yeah, that sounds good. Anyone out there brave enough to take up that challenge, let me know. Well, let's learn about his uh, nemesis a little bit, shall I'm we? Ex- I'm excited. I really hope he measures up. Well, I tell you, in the uh, the comics, he's he does. Um, okay. So his nemesis is Baron Carl Mordo, who was born in Transylvania. So he's a vampire. I guess. Uh, okay. Not really, but so Mordo <laughs> is an accomplished master of the mystic arts, oh. uh, having trained under the Viscount Crowler and the Ancient One. The early comics call him just the Master, and he first okay. appears in Strange Tales number eleventy-one back in nineteen sixty-three, <laughs> which was made by Lee and Ditko as most of the comics back in the 60s were done. Okay. He shows up 
with Doctor Strange in like an eight-page spread at the back of an issue that really focuses on the Human Torch. And neither Strange nor Mordo are given any explanation as to who they are or what their backstories are or anything like that. They just go mm-hmm. right into some story. And right, right off the bat, though, we learn that Mordo is expecting to be the next Sorcerer Supreme, and he plans to kill the Ancient One so that he can take that position, who has his, been his tutor. But Doctor Strange stumbles on these plans and you know, tells Mordo he's going to reveal these plans to the Ancient One. And Mordo, instead of killing Strange, because he knows if he kills Strange, then his, the whole jig is up. So he doesn't kill him. Instead, he casts some spells on him, some binding spells, so that Doctor Strange can't reveal any of his plans. He can't act against Mordo, like physically attack him, and he can't uh, he can't speak the truth that he knows. Uh, so that leaves Strange in this weird limbo position where he knows what's going on, but he can't talk about it, which is kind of a neat mm. way to thwart him, right? Yeah, it seems a great thing to do to a spellcaster. Yeah, and at this right. point... At this point, Strange is not a spellcaster. He came there looking to heal himself, you know, after traveling the world, you know, he had, which we don't know about that in the comics, but we learn later. Strange had been reluctant to become a mystic, and he decides that if he, at this point, decides if he learns the mystic arts, he'll be able to break the bonds that Mordo has put on him, and he'll be able to save the Ancient One's life, and he'll be able to get his revenge on Mordo. So he, he decides okay, I wasn't going to become a magician. I just came here for healing powers to get healed, but now I have to. So he reluctantly dives into the mystical arts. And so from the early going, does does um, Doctor Strange have like messed up hands or is that part of his initial story? Yeah, it's very similar to the movie where he okay. is a brilliant surgeon. He gets in a car accident and he has terrible, terrible nerve damage in his hands and he can no okay. longer be a, a surgeon. Okay. And he searches the world and finds the this uh the ancient one who is supposedly able to heal him but the ancient okay. one tells him oh no you have to learn the mystic arts and strange doesn't want to do that he just wants it's kind of right. cocky and arrogant right Got it. so what does happen though so strange decides i'm gonna learn the mystic arts so i can protect the ancient one i can break my bonds and that was all a test by the ancient one because he knows mordo's plans he's not the ancient one for no reason he uh, he knows what mordo's planning it was like a test to see if strange had goodness in him or not. Wow. Strange passes the test, and they together they defeat Mordo, and Mordo flees, and forever Mordo holds a grudge against Stephen Strange. Well, rightfully so. Yeah, he just shows up. He's an upstart. Shows up out of nowhere. Mordo's been there for years, and yeah. and Strange basically usurps that position of Sorcerer Supreme out from under Mordo, or at least the like the number two for, from the Ancient One. I have a feeling it's kind of how Hermione Granger secretly looks at Harry. I don't oh, maybe. Know. You know, like, yeah, they're buds, but not real. I don't know. There's got to be – she really deserved to be the hero of that story. Anyway. You, I, I thought Voldemort always got the short end of the stick, but okay. Well, well he's misunderstood. He's actually the um, – I argue with my students that Voldemort is actually the protagonist of those books. I, I could see that. Yeah. He's yeah. the only one with actually trying to do something. Which is typically the case. Right, yeah. the villains. Quote the villains unquote. have a plan. Yeah, and it's the heroes who go and mess it all up. It's not like they have anything that they want of their own lives. Right. Anyway, sorry. We that, that's a digression. We digress. All right. It. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. So the ancient <laughs> one's initial plan was to keep Mordo there with him because okay. he knows Mordo lost it for all his power, and he thought it would be safer for the world if Mordo was where the ancient one could watch him instead of letting him 
go out into the world. But now Mordor has gone out into the world. He's escaped and he's out there. But during that time when he was with the Ancient One, he was dabbling in the, the dark arts. He ends up in, eventually we hear some backstory, but he ends up sacrificing his mother and his grandfather to Dormammu. <laughs> yeah, his own mother, his own grandfather to Dormammu for some crazy amounts of powers from like the shadow world and all of that. Um, so Mordo is definitely power hungry, right? He, okay. He's not going to stop right. at anything. He ends up becoming a rival for Strange, right? And the two do battle throughout the course of all of the comics from day one, just going on and on and on. Sometimes they battle in physical form with summoning spells and magic blasts mm-hmm. and that sort of stuff. Sometimes they do battle in astral form where it's just their spirits and their bodies are elsewhere. A lot of these fights are traps that Mordo sets for Strange, who then falls into them. Usually Strange ends up escaping because he, he's slightly better at the powers, but he also has a mystical trinket with him that helps him. Somebody gives him, so that kind of tips the balance unfairly in Strange's favor. Sure. Don't forget his, don't forget his overpowered invocation deck as well. Right. Yeah, the Eye of Agamotto. He's he's cheating. He's cheating the whole time. He's always getting help from somebody else. Surprise, surprise. So there's a lot of these kind of plots where they duke it out for trying to protect the Ancient One. Sometimes they steal each other's bodies, right? Yep, that's fun. So they impersonate one another. Neither one of them is innocent of this. A lot of times Dormammu comes into it as well, with Mordo reaching out to that, that great entity. He ends up becoming ensnared by it, and like corrupted and falls for its lies and you know Dormammu wants to destroy earth and Mordo just wants the power he can get from him and doesn't realize kind of that he's made a bad deal the two of them do battle in the dark dimension sometimes they meet various people like Clea who we have as an ally okay uh, and I think she came in Strange's pack even so yep 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 so some personalities we see Mordo you know a couple times he almost dies or he does die but he comes back because he is a master of the dark arts and he has some you know, necromantic powers as well as all his other stuff, which we'll talk about in a minute. But that's mostly Mordo from the comics. Uh, there's, there's a lot. He's been around a long time. Okay. Now, we see Mordo in the MCU movie, the Doctor Strange movie. Did you, did you see that one? No. Oh, okay. excellent movie. Uh, you know, mean, bad hero, but pretty good movie. Right, um, right, right. And in that one, Mordo, they take a different slant on Mordo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's played by Chiwetel Ejiofor. I'm sure I said it wrong. But he starts off as an ally of Strange, but also a disciple of the Ancient One. And okay. together, Mordo and Strange defeat Dormammu and Caecilius. And in this one, Caecilius is the one who is sacrificing things to gain the power of Dormammu. There's none of this early rivalry between Mordo and Strange in the movies. Maybe a little bit of jealousy on Mordo's part because he's been around a lot longer. We don't really see that until the very end in which Mordo decides that all of this stuff is kind of screwing up Earth. There's too many sorcerers, so he wants to start removing them. You know, in that post-credit scene, spoiler alert here if you haven't seen that, he takes out a sorcerer and he it's suggested that he's starting his quest to, to kill all the sorcerers on Earth. I would suspect maybe we see him in a second Strange movie, if we ever get a second Strange movie. Well, I hope he accomplishes his task in the second movie. Yeah, it takes out Doctor Strange, right? So, Lord. Yeah. All right, so his powers, I mean, he's a super powerful sorcerer. He taps into the dark arts. He has no qualms about what he needs to do. So he has magic blasts. He can put up force fields. Astral projection. He can do thought casting. 
which mm-hmm. like can take over the minds of others, uh, which is a neat little thing he does at one point to take over the mind of a servant to concoct an mystical potion that's poisonous to try to kill the ancient one. Sometimes we see him use a levitation and illusions and necromancy, uh, but he's also a skilled martial artist, so he can hold his own in a fight, but he is, in the end, just a, a human, so he's got all the normal weaknesses that a regular human would have, too. I love it. I mean, the, the sacrificing your mom and grandpa thing, like, some could frown on that. I mean, really, that's kind of proof of, like, ambition. His dedication. Yeah. His dedication. And, like, I think it's just seeing, like, a longer... It's seeing the forest. That's all. No, I, I jest, of course. I think that's terrible. <laughs> terrible, yeah. Uh, and I didn't read that that whole section, so I'm not sure the, the entire story of how that comes about. I wonder what of his uh, powers he got from doing that. Oh, that's you a good know, idea. Like if it's, yeah. If it's teleportation, I don't know. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, and maybe maybe his you know grandfather was 102 years old, right? You know, right. you know. Okay, maybe not. <laughs> well, we could go down an ethical rabbit hole here pretty quickly because you can always tell yourself how it was okay to do a terrible thing. Yeah, and in fact, villains I suspect do that all the time. Heroes yeah. do it without any like thought, right? They're a little vigilante justice. They always think they're doing the right things. They can tell themselves whatever they want to hear. Oh, those heroes. So let's talk about these cards that come with them, shall we? Yeah. I mean, do you have anything else to say uh, about the Baron? No, I think that's it. Although, though, I mean, he, is like, he is like one of ten major villains with the title Baron. So there yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They yeah. like that title for bad guys. I think it, I wonder if it starts with like the Red Baron. I'm trying to think of, uh, like, who's our first villain baron in all of story? Yeah. Um, hmm. I don't know. Sound of Music had Baron Von Trapp, but I think he was supposedly a good guy. Yeah, hmm. it was. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, and in terms of nobility and stuff, a baron is not that high of a rank. So I think it's interesting, like, I mean, really, you'd rather be a count. Yeah. From there, you'd rather be a duke. So I, I don't know. Barons are respectable. They're still a noble. You know. Maybe that's the whole point, is they're, they're that quote-unquote nobility but they're always ones higher up than them so they're always gonna have that ambition to uh raise ambition yeah yeah raise up in the ranks well let's take a look at physical toll this is the obligation that is given to the stephen strange player you have a choice as with all of them you can exhaust stephen strange and remove this from the game or the next event you play costs three additional resources discard this obligation after you play an event and it has two boost icons. Two boost icons. Yeah, sorry about that. I was still muddling over the, the next one. All right. Or n- that second choice. <sighs> so this is one of the first obligations in a hero pack that is different than all the rest. Because yeah. if you choose that second one, this physical toll sits out there in your play area until you ch- resolve the second option. Right. I mean, and truth be told, it's going to be pretty pretty soon that an event is played. Um, I I could see me, now if I ever played Doctor Strange, which I can't imagine I ever would, uh, I could see me choosing the second one every time. Yeah, the interesting piece here is the second piece of this obligation does not actually limit his ability to cast his invocations. No. Because the invocations, you are not playing them as an event. You are triggering his hero ability. Play means from your hand. And those invocations are not in your oh, hand. That that makes this even less, less of a big deal. Yep. It hurts That's you with... I never thought about that. 
Yeah, it, it's a real miss on causing problems. Um, it doesn't take much of a toll, I think, right. on this, the Doctor Strange player. And I find his invocation cards stupidly cheap. Right. I mean, they'd all be good at five resources, but yeah, <laughs> yeah like some of them are just this zero, obligation right? just makes him play fairly. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't imagine ever exhausting Stephen Strange for this. Well, and even if you do, most of the time you're going to have the cloak of levitation out, so you can just yeah. ready him up, anyways. Yeah, I get. I mean, yep. All right. Well, so far this nemesis set is not knocking my socks off, Steve. No, but so you no. better you better sell me on Baron Mordo right now. Go ahead. I did. I did want to say the art on physical tool, however, that amulet holding his cloak together, that's pretty accurate to the early, even the early art of Strange, and that's what gives him a lot of his early powers. That little amulet right there. Mm. All right, so let's look at Baron Mordo. He is a unique minion, two scheme, two attack, five health. He is elite and mystic. He has two boost icons and the forced interrupt. When Baron Mordo attacks you, discard the top card of your deck. If that card's printed resource has physical, you are stunned. Energy, take two damage. Mental, you are confused. Wild, all of the above. Lord, do I wish he had quick strike. Yes, that would be the best. Then you would at least, this would go off guaranteed one time. Uh, yeah. With only five health, you know, Strange he's, can take him out with one of his invocations. Yeah, he's not a problem. I do like the theme of the whole, like, wild magic, right? You don't know what you're going to get, what spell he might cast at you. That's no, it's a, great. Yeah, the that's a mechanic. Great. Yeah, I like that design a lot. Yeah, and he's going to discard a card from your deck, which maybe it's the Eye of Agamotto, maybe it's the Cloak of Levitation, you know. So it could be a card yeah. that you're you're hunting for. And if it was a wild, that'd be great. Stun, confuse, do the do some damage. It would even be fine if this was the one revealed. Oh, sure. Um, and so not just quick strikers, but like just so this fun interaction with your deck happens no matter what. Right. I see a new critical encounters uh house uh-huh. rule. Either either all nemeses get quick strike or yeah, we, we basically rebuild all these cards. It's an it's a neat card, but I think it like it suffers from that. Uh we better target it and kill it right away sort of thing. And Strange has the ability to do that. Yeah. I, Strange oh. also has the ability to use one of his invocations to turn that stunned card you just got into a tough or that confused yep. into a tough. Yep. So it doesn't really work too much against you. Because a lot of people will get that Vapors of Valtor invocation, at least what I hear, and that's kind of the weakest one in the invocation deck. They try to get rid of it with Wong. In this case... Eh, maybe you let him hit you so that you can use your vapors of Valtor so you can switch to a tough and then clear it. I don't know. I don't know. Right. I mean, we did say that this would have to be really good, right? So Right. Well, let's talk about his scheme. This is open the dark dimension. This is uh Baron Mordo's side scheme. When revealed, place the top card of the invocation deck face down under this scheme. When the scheme is defeated, shuffle the invocation card under it into the invocation deck and it's got an acceleration icon and three threat per player and three boost icons three boost that's nice that's nice three per uh, player seems fine yeah like hmm i mean i'm sure dr strange has a, a one resource card that clears 12 threat off of a side scheme so it probably doesn't matter at all but yeah that is that is true that is true <laughs> <laughs> has to be in his hand at that moment right well, it has to be the card he has for that. There, there's an invocation that does it. 
Ooh. This could steal that invocation away. So, you know, you could end up losing it, maybe. That'd be great. So this is, you know, this is a, a suitable speed bump. Yeah, I've heard too. Sometimes this could work in Doctor Strange's favor, though. Oh my goodness. Yeah, because it could happen. I mean, it's not going to happen all the time. Timing is kind of a thing. But again, if Vapors of Valtor is on the top of your invocation deck and the side scheme comes up, it's going to steal that away. And you just made your deck smaller and better. Right. And the Vapors of Valtor, while it is a good card, it is the most situational of the invocations. So sometimes you might not see a status card to change. So you have to get rid of that so you can get to the Winds of Atum or the Seven Rings of Ragador, right? Um, Sure. So if it times well, you know, it could help Strange. But it could also grab, a, a, you know, your Crimson Bands, which is the one doing all the damage. It could steal those Winds of Atum, which is just amazing for card draw. So it could mess with him uh, if it times it. I mean, one out of five, it's going to help him. The rest of the time, it's going to hurt him. Right. Hmm. Fascinating. At least it interacts with his main mechanic. Right. Yeah. Well, what else goes into that encounter set? All right. So... uh Counter spell, and there are two of these. Okay. It's an attachment, a condition, and a spell attached to your hero. Forced interrupt. When you play an event, cancel its effects and discard it. Then discard this card. It has one boost icon. Hmm. Again, based on what you said earlier, this is a card that doesn't actually affect the invocation deck, right? Because those are not events. You are not playing those events. You are activating Strange's hero ability. You're not playing an event. You're, and Dr. Strange's ability then says right. resolve the special on your invo- top invocation card. Right. So, yeah, it just hmm. – and I think that's got to be a, like a mechanical miss from the design team. It feels like it should cancel the invocation, but somewhere yeah. along the lines it got missed. Maybe in play tests, you know, somebody right. – I, I, I don't know. And also, you know, you think of like one of the design principles was a LCG that had, you know, like fewer and simpler weird interactions and stuff like that. Like, yeah, this is like a vestige, like of play from your hand and play doesn't mean like put into play and like uh, those annoying things like that. And yeah, and why not just call all those cards in the invocation deck an event? Yeah, well, and I think they say event on them, but you're not, but you don't play them. Yeah. Right, then, you know, try explaining that to, like, yeah, your new non-gamer player, new player. mom that's willing to play this once. Oh, by the way, yeah, like, ugh. Yeah, now he does have eight events in his deck, so half of his hero deck are events, so it does interact with them. Sure. Master Mystic Arts, which lets you trigger your invocation a second time. It'll cancel that. Protective Ward, which you can use to cancel treacheries. It'll cancel that. So it has its uses. Sure. Um, now, it also could come up, for your partner if you're playing a multiplayer and yeah. it could you know if you're playing against um comes up with an aggression player and it's cancels a bunch of his damage dealing events or a justice player and he's got a bunch of for justice and things like that that's kind of neat so it doesn't just cancel dr right. strange's stuff but i'd rather it canceled all of dr strange's stuff agreed but whatever <laughs> it is what it is yeah it's too late now so so let's look at the last part of the the last card is Thought Casting. This is a treachery. When revealed in Alter Ego, discard a card from your hand with the highest cost. Place threat on the main scheme equal to the printed cost of that card. When revealed as a hero, discard a card from your hand with the highest cost. Take damage equal to that printed cost. And it has one boost. I like this one a lot. Yeah, this one's fun. You're removing cards from their hand. 
probably their best card because it's the most expensive. Yeah. And you're you're advancing the villain's win condition by either damaging the hero or putting threat on the main scheme. Mm. I mean, this can just uh, this can end your day. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Caution for all you out there wanting to play Hercules. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and there's um, it's got he has some strange has some three cost cards in his deck. Sure. Now it seems like his cards, once they come in, go into the encounter deck, are a lot worse for his friends than they are for him. Yeah. Is that thematic in any way? I don't know much about him or his story and like does his meddling with time and space and all that kind of stuff mess um, with other people? I don't I don't know. I mean dabbling in the mystic arts does draw mm-hmm. power from one place and there's a cost for that. Um and Stephen Strange prior to becoming the Sorcerer Supreme is pretty self centered and egotistical and doesn't care about his friends and family, that sort of stuff. Like he he's got like kind of a god complex. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's unthematic for these cards to mess with those around him more than they do him. Right. Okay. Cause that, I, I kind of like that. Like, so what did he so strong? He, he ruined all of his friends. Right. So good stuff. What do you think? What are you going to grade this one? Oh, well, when it hits everyone, but Dr. Strange, I give it an A minus. Oh, okay. When it, if you're playing solo, Dr. Strange, I see this as completely almost irrelevant to your plan. Like, I don't think this really messes up your day very much. I have to agree. If I'm Thor and you're you're with me and these cards hit me, it's definitely an A-. But for you, D+. It's a disappointing nemesis set for how powerful Strange is as a hero to me. Yeah, and primarily because so many of these things don't quite interact with the invocation deck like they right. should. Right, yeah. absolutely. Heroes win again. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, where can where can the good people find us, Steve? So, if you'd like to contact us or have us decipher your ancient scrolls of the dark arts, you could find us at criticalencounterspod at gmail dot com. We're critical encounters on Facebook and on Discord. We are Vardan, Big Foam Loaf, and the Truth. If you like our show, tell your friends. If you don't like our show, tell your enemies. Daniel, take us out. I should have been made Sorcerer Supreme, Strange, not you.